there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, the Hopeologist here to help facilitate your journey of hope. And we are so excited about the opportunity to have a National Month of Hope. Yes, April is the National Month of Hope, and we are into our third third week and also our third year <laughs> because April, the National Month of Hope, was first uh, established and we begin celebrating in April of 2018. So now this is the third year, and Mothers in Crisis is the organization that applied through the National Day calendar, and we were successful in getting the National Month of Hope for April, and we have began, we have been on a campaign ever since then. We have, as a matter of fact, it started before then, this campaign of hope, but now it's kind of coalescing around April since it is our National Month of Hope, but it doesn't begin here and it doesn't end here, but it is concentrated right here in April and we're in our third week. And one of the, one of the ways that we do that is through our Hopi Awards. We give out, we started, the, we started it on last year, 2019, the practice of giving out Hopi Awards, which stands for Helping Others Practice Enduring Empowerment. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about uh, some of the other Hopi awardees. But today, we're going to have a very special Hopi awardee featured and have an interview with, a pre-recorded interview. Although the show right now, if you're listening right now, it's live. And if you want to join in the conversation at any time, you can call in. But the interview was pre-recorded. Because Latrella Johnson, our Hopi awardee, believe it or not, she's at work. And so we just want to start off by giving a big round of applause for Latrella Johnson, our Hopi awardee. Now, now this is this is a really, really good opportunity to kind of share with you a little bit about how this works. That's why I'm so glad that what we're doing is really grassroots and it's community-based and it's, it's not something that's tied up in a lot of bureaucracy and lots of layers uh, that you can't really get much done uh, because Latreller wasn't initially going to receive a Hopi Award for 2020. But as, as all of us know that are, that are alive right now, no matter where you may be in the world, we know that this coronavirus pandemic has hit, and now we're into like our third uh, straight month, and, and, and I'm telling you, millions of lives have been lost, and we, we bow our heads in and, and humble submission to that, and many more, uh, thousands more are infected, and it just continues to, to rage throughout the, the communities and, and different nations and states and in the United States of America. And what better, what better time to have an initiative of hope than right now? April came right on time because we had all these things planned, and that's where I'm going with this. Uh, Latrella wasn't initially one of our Hopi awardees, but because of the coronavirus epidemic, what we're finding is the stars shine in the midst of the darkness. And because of what's been happening, then all of a sudden you have a whole new set of people that are showing what they're really made of and how they are rising to the occasion and they're bringing hope to others and they're having hope in order to be able to do what they do. But this came about as a result of one of our Hopi awardees that I interviewed on last week, and if you missed it, you can hear the podcast on, in, on on demand, so it's there. And that's with Judge Frank Caprio, and he is the chief judge in Providence, Rhode Island courtroom that many of you may know because of his popular 
television show called Improvidence, where they actually show his court proceedings and how he takes a different approach and how he is he brings hope. And from that place, uh, we we are honoring uh, Judge Caprio, and he was so gracious to come and be a part of this Cinco podcast on last week. He stopped by for uh, several minutes and dropped words of wisdom. And one of those words of wisdom stuck with me, and it resulted in us coming together very quickly and making a decision to give Latrella Johnson a Hopi Award. So I'm going to play that short clip that was the catalyst for us recognizing a shining star riding our myth. I interviewed uh, Judge Frank Caprio on the Think Hope podcast on last week. Circumstances make leaders. Mm-hmm. And I think when, circum- when circumstances present themselves, like they're presenting themselves now with this terrible coronavirus that's going throughout the world, and you see people, forget what I do. I mean, you, you look at the nurses on the front lines. You look at the doctors. Mm-hmm. You, look, you look at the police officers. You look at people who are providing the service during this time. They are actually putting their life on the line every single day because they rise to the circumstances. Absolutely. And that really sparked something in me when Judge Caprio said that so graciously and humbly, but he was not just trying to be, you know, uh, modest. He, it was really, it was real what he said. It was the truth. And I began to think, and I said, and as we met again, I said, you know, you guys, we, it's not too late for us to look around and see who we can honor, who is exemplifying what Judge Frank Caprio is talking about. So first and foremost, I just want to stop right here and honor all of the frontline workers during this April National Month of Hope, all of the frontline workers and some of the ones that he named and that we also uh, want to recognize the nurses, doctors, police officers, EMT workers, grocery store workers, direct care professionals in nursing homes, residential programs and assisted living communities, civic service employees, and all who are serving others and putting their lives at risk. That's what this show is all about today. We honor you. And we're not the only ones that's honoring you. So many others are honoring these frontline workers who are putting their lives in danger and have been since the very beginning, even in places where, uh, like New York City, where the, the death toll is so extremely high and, and just various places. But as we began to think about it, it didn't take long. We didn't have to look far because Latrella Johnson shine just like that bright star, that, that, that bright star that shines in the darkness because she has been working in an environment where the coronavirus has entered in and really done devastation, is devastatingly uh, done damage and, and just, just wrecking the whole uh, facility. And that is the Tallahassee Developmental Center. So we realized that Latrella Johnson was definitely a Hopi awardee and worthy of receiving a Hopi awardee because in the midst of everything, it's just like that one uh, our bishop um, talked about, Bishop um, Governor, Stephen Governor, when he came and spoke at the TPIC chapel service on the last occasion that he came, and he was talking about how some animals would run into the, would run away from the storm and some into the storm and how the cows, he made mention of how the cows would try to run away from the storm, but because they're slow running cows, they, you know, the storm would overtake them and they would, and they would have a maximum amount of damage because of that. But then there were the animals that ran into 
the storms. And it's just like the firemen who, when others are running out of the fire, out of the building that's on fire, you have the firemen that are running into to help save others. And that's what I like in Latrella Johnson, that she's running into, and she has been continuing to do that. So with uh, Tallahassee Developmental Center, I'm just going to read a little bit of information about about them just to kind of help set it up, and then we'll hear the interview. Like I said, this show is live right now. If you're listening right now, uh, you can you can get on, you can call in or what have you uh, if you want to be on the show, but the, re- the interview has been recorded. But Latrella works at Tallahassee Developmental Center, and the center has several confirmed cases of coronavirus. Now, Ms. Johnson, she's going to tell you a little bit about herself as a single parent of three, and she's going to share her motivation for continuing to go to work as more than half, yes, more than half of the residents, because there's, I believe, a total of about 60 and more than half of the residents and one-third of the employees, which is about 136 employees and one-third at this time, because the numbers keep, of course, they keep increasing. Uh, and that's sad to, to say, but the employees have tested positive for COVID-19. Although Latrella Johnson has tested negative and she does not have the disease. And I'm so happy to be able to say that. And uh, and, and another thing that's happened uh, since we even interviewed and since I was preparing for the show today is that one of the residents at the Tallahassee Developmental Center has has passed away, has actually passed away from the coronavirus. And um, it says that the coronavirus death is surged past 500 mark early Tuesday in Florida. So, you know, in 32. Now, we're talking about Leon County here, the capital uh, of Florida is 77 of the 151 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Leon County based on State Department of Health numbers are coming from the Tallahassee Developmental Center. So you could say it's a hot spot and it has been a hot bed. And this young lady, this single parent who loves the Lord and just, you know, trying to take care of her family and cares about others, she has been diligently going to work and putting herself in danger to help those those dear residents of this center because they are severely disabled. They're severely disabled at this uh, Tallahassee Developmental Center, and they need they have no one. They have no one, and so the the staff are like family to them. Although their family their family comes, most of them have family that comes and visits and what have you but just the day-to-day taking care of them. And uh, as you'll hear on the interview, years ago, I've worked. I worked there because this this facility has been here for quite a while. So so let's let's go ahead now. Let's get into it. I'm going to play the interview that I did with Latrella, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, what we can do to support and honor our frontline workers who are putting themselves in danger. We want to say once again, thank you so much. And we also are so happy to be able to honor Latrella with a Hopi Award. So I'm going to go ahead and play this interview. Then we're going to come back and we'll begin to bring in some of the other Christ Vision Tribe members as well. Latrella Johnson, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this Think Hope podcast and uh, in honor of you receiving a Hopi Award this year for 2020, helping others practice enduring empowerment, and especially on behalf of the what we're experiencing as a nation, as a world, and in the world, the coronavirus pandemic, and how, how true stars come out at night. And those that, like you, are working in the, uh, in the service field and when you're, where you're actually out there putting your 
your life on the line just to just to do your job and to and to help others that you are the true heroes of our of our day and uh, I just want to say thank you you're welcome and uh, on behalf of Mothers in Crisis and our Christ Vision Tribe, we honor you. And, and, and I just want you to, you know, to have a little uh, uh, opportunity to just share uh, about yourself. Uh, let's just start off with, with you telling, the, telling, telling us who you are, you know, your, where, you, where you came from, where did you, where were you brought up? So let's just talk a little bit about the Hear Your Story, Latrella. Yes. Um, I'm from Midwest, Florida. I am 39 years old. I'm a mother of three um, two boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. I now formerly work, um, work at Tallahassee Developmental Center. I also live in Tallahassee, Florida which I have been working at the Tallahassee Development Center now for almost three years. Okay. I love my job. I love what I do. Um, willingly going to work every day. I don't have a problem with doing that. But for my resident, making sure that they're taking care of and everything is going as needed, when mm-hmm. needed. Yes, I have no problem with it. And I love my job that I do. And I thank God. Most of all, that he has put me in a position where I'm able to give back and to help others who we need. Yes, that is that is so yes. wonderful, so yes, wonderful. Now. now, tell us what do you do? What is your job at the Tallahassee Developmental Center? My job is um, direct support professional, where I go in each and every day, mm-hmm. giving back to the residents where I help with needed, like feeding them if necessary. Um, Changing them when necessary, providing um, care for them, taking them out on day programs, taking them to like different field trips, whatever mm-hmm. is needed and provided. I am there and willing to do my job. Okay, okay, and mm-hmm. and that's that's a wonderful thing because I don't know if you know this or not, but years ago, like Tallahassee Developmental Center uh, has been here for several decades. Uh, in the Tallahassee, yeah. Florida area. And years ago, many, many moons ago, <laughs> when I was in college, I actually worked at Tallahassee Developmental Center. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I worked there. And so I know I know from firsthand experience what you do because mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly the position that I had. And, and I would go in and I would uh, uh, take care from the different cottages and take care of, the uh, residents there who are who are who are very much dis- disabled and some of them yes, extremely ma'am. disabled yes, and so ma'am. it really takes a, a very special person to to do that and so now it's it's even more so because we have found out and we know that COVID nineteen the coronavirus is is present at Tallahassee Developmental uh, Center, and there's yes, there's uh, at least 23 confirmed uh, cases. Uh, now it's, um, it's um, it has been changed. I think it's like 33 now. Oh, it's wow. 33 um, residents, and I think it's like 40-some staff that have been infected from this virus so far. Oh, are, are you serious? So now... Now and so I was just reading, you know, what they have available now. But but you being on the inside, you know more so, and you probably yes, get ma'am. the information a lot faster than it gets out. So you're yes, saying that there are 33 cases of the coronavirus of residents. Yes, ma'am. And how many staff? It's like I think is like 40 something. I'm not exactly sure the 40 something, but I know it's 40 something. Staff have been infected by the virus, also. Okay. And some of our residents again had got tested on yesterday, and so far two of them came back positive. Um, they're still waiting on some more test results, and then I know more information when I go back to it. But as of now, that's what it is now. Wow! Wow! That yes, is ma'am. that is that is amazing, and I'm mm-hmm, so yes, uh, so sorry to to hear that, and uh, our prayers are certainly certainly with the uh, residents and staff. Do you have any idea how many 
uh, uh, staff uh, work there at TDC and, and how many residents there are? And all is like 64 residents, and I know on last Thursday they tested 200 staff. It could be more staff, but to my knowledge of an, as of now, it's 200. Okay, okay. So that's that's quite that's quite a lot of people, and yes, but, but the ratio of of the of the disease of the coronavirus to the numbers of residents is is astounding because that's over half. So yes, over ma'am. half residents there uh, yes, are positive for COVID nineteen, right? Yes, ma'am. And many of the staff. Yes, ma'am. And you are one of the staff. And, and I'm you- one of the ones, and I thank and I give God all praise and honor that when I got tested on last Thursday, my results came back negative. Oh, praise God for that. Yes, yes. ma'am. That's yeah. that's a blessing. So so you you don't have it, and you you've been tested. You're negative. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and, and you don't have any of the symptoms. I don't have for, any of the symptoms, no, ma'am. Okay. None at all. Well, that is a blessing. That is a blessing. Yes, so and we you know we've been constantly, as you know, as your pastor, I've been there. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> and we've been and there I thank for you. you for that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. We, we love you, and uh, you're one of you're one of ours. You know, you belong to uh, to Turning Point International Church. You're part of the Mothers in Crisis family, and yes, when it, and whenever we wanted to look around and say, because we had an interview, I interviewed uh, Judge Frank Caprio on the Think Hope podcast on last week, and he yes, kept ma'am. giving honor to the nurses and and the service workers the front right the frontline workers who were putting their lives in danger just to take care of others and yes, uh and then after that 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 show it made an impact on me and i said wow he kept saying they are the true heroes and i yes, said ma'am. i said to myself now we need to we're giving out these hopey awards so we need to we need to honor someone like that because that is true and then yes, I thought about you. I said, wow, we have someone right in our midst who is yes, literally putting their lives in danger every day by going in and caring for others in an environment where there yes, is a disease that is killing people every day. That, as a matter of fact, there's over 20,000 that have died, and I'm sure the numbers keep fluctuating uh, in the yes, United States alone. Mm-hmm. Latrella, let, let 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 me just ask you something. Let me just ask you something. When yes, you ma'am. first heard that the coronavirus was there at Tallahassee Developmental Center, and as a worker that that goes there and works every every you know most of the week, mm-hmm. how did you feel? What were your what were your thoughts when I first got the information? To be honest, I was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Then a couple of seconds later, I was like, okay, my God is so much bigger than my problem. He is so much bigger than the things that I go through and that I face. I put my hope, my trust, and I believe in God, knowing that he's, he's going to do just what he says he's going to do. I got myself together, and I continue to do my job. Wow. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That that is a blessing. That's a blessing. Yes, so your faith and your hope in God yes, ma'am. to go on and continue to do the work that you have been doing and going into that environment. Yes, ma'am. And that's why you are receiving this Hopi Award this year, helping others practice empowerment or enduring empowerment. Because you, like many others across this nation and world, are are, are going right into the danger zone, putting yes, your ma'am. life in danger. On the line, yes, ma'am. For others on the front yes, line, ma'am. and we yes, honor you. We take we 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 applaud you, and we thank yes, you, and we thank God for your for your faith being strong yes, enough. To put yes, you in, in that in that position to say, you know what, I can do this. Yes, ma'am. I can and I get up this. every day faithfully, willingly, ready to go to work to do what I can, all that I can. Yes, yes. Yes, ma'am. 
Now, 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 tell me, what are some of the safety uh, measures and precautions that you guys are taking there uh, at the center now that you know that this is happening? So, daily when we first get there, they have to check our temp to make sure our temp is not high. We have to put on our face mask. We have to wear our gloves, and we also have to have on a um a um a gown also before we even step into the houses. Before we even first clock in to work, we have to do all this first. And then after we do all that, we can begin to go to our house and do our job. Okay. Okay. So they yes, do ma'am. all that. And they've been sanitizing the cottages yes. as well. Yes, ma'am. And we also be having um, professional cleaners to come out like every day to also mm-hmm. help um, keep the houses clean also. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, now, what about the, the residents, those, those dear, precious precious ones that 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 have the disease what what is being done to help them okay for the ones that are tested positive they have them in the two houses that were first tested for house two and three all the residents that have been tested positive they are in house two and three but the ones that's not they go up front so that they can be taken care of so they won't come in contact with the virus from the ones Mm -hmm. that do have it so mm-hmm. they keep them separated. So also during the day, what they do, they make them keep their hands washed at all times. Mm-hmm. So, and then they keep them separated from all the other residents. They can have no kind of communication with none of the other residents that tested negative. Oh, good, good. So so they yes, are ma'am. being quarantined away from the yes, general ma'am. population and all. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And 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 how are they? How how are they taking it? Do they do they know what's going on? Do they understand? Or honestly, um, they don't even allow us to go to none of the houses. So okay. I can't really directly tell you how they coping with it, how they doing, because mm-hmm. they don't allow us to go in the house with the ones that are positive. Okay. 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 Yes, well, what about what about the others that that are not that have not tested positive? Do they know? Do they understand what's going on? Um, honestly, I don't think they quite understand at the point of what's really going on. But we have sat down and talked to them and let them know what's the purpose and the reason why they're moving to different houses and different mm-hmm. stuff like that. But to be to the point where them knowing exactly what's going on, no, ma'am. I don't think I- that they know because every day they want to get out. They want to go on different field trips. Maybe mm-hmm. want to go out and communicate with other residents when they're not able to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you yes, know, ma'am. in some cases that may be for the best that they don't have, yes, ma'am. yeah, that they don't really know the depth and have that burden on them, sort of like children. Yes, ma'am. And, yes, ma'am. Uh, so that's a good thing. But what about the staff? What is the what is now the environment or the temperature? You know, the atmosphere of the staff now. Okay. Some of the staff have just walked completely off the job, saying mm-hmm. they can't handle it, they can't do it. And for some of the ones that have been tested positive, they are also working in the houses with the residents that have been tested positive. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so, go ahead. And some of them um, that were tested positive, they're not there. But some of them, is, you know, still are willingly, happily trying to do all that they can to make sure they provide for the residents. Okay. Making sure that they can care. Yes, ma'am. So, so they are allowed to work even if they've tested tested positive. Um, some of them, I think, from my understanding, is it's their choice. If they choose to work, they can work. If they choose to go home and not work, they can do that also. But I have noticed that one young man that was tested positive, he comes to work basically every day. Why? I don't understand that, and I don't know why he's still working. <laughs> I know that. Well, well, no. I'm, I'm laughing, but but it's not funny. But but mm-hmm. but you're, you're you're right. I'm 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 yes, wondering ma'am. about that too. And if I were you, I'd I'd try to find out. Um, yes, you ma'am. Know, what's but that the thing is, Also, apostle, it's like so much stuff is going on 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 that job, and they keep this so much stuff private. They're not telling you all right. that you're asking. You can ask them this, that, and other, but they come to you and tell you that you. I don't know. I don't know. I come back with you with some information when we find out. Mhm. Mhm. Yes, ma'am. Right. So, so it's it's kind of hard to really find out what's going on. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And when we do get information, it be coming from 
uh, home manager that's in the house, she get the information that she get from them, whatever they tell, and they come back and let us know. Other than that, we have no communication with them because they be up front doing whatever they be doing, and they want us to stay in the houses at all times. We can't even leave the facility mm-hmm. um, to take our breaks most of the time because they don't want us to be going back to their four different places, bringing mm-hmm. different stuff back in, and I can understand that. Right, 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 yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what about uh, pay raises? Have they said anything about giving you all any extra money because of what you're going through? Or? Yes. Um, they're paying us like 125 extra plus what we already make a week. Okay, so they are doing that. They're that's for the houses. Yes, ma'am. That's for the houses that are negative, but for the houses that tested positive, they're paying them $175 extra a week, then plus $5 extra in their pay rate. Okay. So there, there is a little compensation going on there for putting your lives uh, at risk. Well, well, how is your faith helping you when you, I don't know if you get a chance to pray or witness uh, while you're there, but, but how does that play out uh, in, your, in your everyday life when you actually go to the center? What happened is some of the ladies that I do work with, we get in a little, a little um, group chat. Mm-hmm. And we begin to talk about the Lord, saying okay. things, things about everything is all right, everything is going to be all right, the coronavirus will not um, touch us in this house, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We communicate like that with each other. They need you to know that everything is going to be all right. We're covering under the blood of Jesus, just keep mm-hmm. doing what we have to do daily and every day, making sure everything is okay. Making sure we're keeping the house clean and sanitized. We're doing all that we're doing. We can. We keep the house sanitized, like, let it do it, like, every two hours. Mhm, mhm. Yes, so, yes. so you've created and see, see, because you've been equipped, Latreller, and it sounds yes, like you're helping to create a hope sphere, uh, and that's yes, an ma'am. atmosphere of hope where you have yes, hope ma'am. chats, where you take hope breaks, where yes, you ma'am. speak the language of hope, yes, and ma'am. and that really, really makes a difference. And I really yes, believe ma'am. that you are going to be all right, no matter what happens. And you will be uh, uh, compensated and blessed by God Almighty for your yes, diligence, for your work, and and on be and and on behalf of all of those, all of those. See, you, we are we are honoring everyone, and we're you are our our example that we're lifting up as we yes, honor ma'am. all of those workers, even the grocery store workers, and yes, and ma'am. so many that are just out there putting their lives on the line. But 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 I had to just really 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 um, uh, bring you on today and just honor you because you are going right into a place where you know it it's there yes, and it's spreading. But you yes, have ma'am. hope, you have faith, and you walk yes, there and you do the job that you are called to do. And yes, and ma'am. God will certainly certainly bless you for that. And. Uh, we're going to honor you, and we'll, we're also going to, to bless you with a, with a, a gift certificate so that you okay. can yes, so that you can uh, have a little extra to take care of you and your three beautiful children. I tell you that I've yes, seen ma'am. them grow over the years, and, yes, and as a single parent, I know it's not easy, but, yes, but, but keep the faith because you are the backbone of our country, and, yes, and, and thank you for your service and what you're doing now. Yes, now, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap up uh, for this particular uh, hope chat that we're having? Anything that you'd like to share with anyone about how? I would like to, I would just like for you guys just to continue to keep me lifted up in prayer. Because sometimes it get overwhelming. Sometimes, yeah, it get a little hard sometimes. But as long as I continue to keep hope alive, keep my faith in trust in the Lord. I know everything is going to be okay. Amen. Amen. Well, let's just, yeah. let's just pray. We're going to, we're going to close out. We're going to pray right now for you because that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to, to, to just ask for prayer. And I know yes, we've ma'am. been, we've been keeping you lifted and I know all of, all of the ones that's going to listen to this podcast and to be listening and hearing this interview, they're going to pray for you. And as we close out, we're going to close out in a prayer. Father God, we just pray a special prayer for Latrella 
in particular and all the workers that are that are part of that Tallahassee Developmental Center that are going there every day, putting their lives on the line as they are helping, as they are taking care of the least, the vulnerable, the handicapped, and those that are that are suffering because they have the disease themselves now. Lord, we pray that you would protect them, that you would cover them, that you would keep them. We pray that you would strengthen Latrella, that, that you would keep her free, Lord, as she continues to go forth and do what you have placed her on this earth to do. And we pray, Lord, that you would bring this whole coronavirus pandemic to an end, that, they, that, that it would come to a head that there would be a cure, a vaccine, that you would turn it around, Lord God, not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, Lord. We pray a special prayer for your strength, Lord, and your encouragement. Just keep her lifted, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, keep the faith, keep that hope, keep keep hope, and keep the faith, and I know you, you're going to make it through. You're going to make it out on the other side of this. And congratulations on being a Hopi Awardee for 2020. Latrella Johnson, God bless you. Thank you. All right. And I know that that was a very, very heartfelt interview with Latrella. And she is our one of our Hopi awardees for the April National Month of Hope 2020, that we are honoring her on behalf of what she is doing to help the least of these and putting her life on the line. And we continue to pray for her as well as the residents, all of those who are suffering with the disease there, as well as the workers who have been, uh, who now are testing positive and for that whole facility, just to give you an update, since that particular interview, they have actually moved from that location. She told me that I just spoke with her today and uh, they are now at another facility and this, uh, it's a sterilized, clean facility and uh, they're taking extra steps to make sure that they get a handle on this and they stop the spread of the, the disease. Uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the residents has passed uh, as a result of the, of the COVID-19, but, uh, but they are taking drastic measures, even more so than what uh, Latrella was able to share at the time of the interview. So we're so happy to hear that because we have to contain this and stop the spread of it. So, before we continue on and, and I bring in some of the CBT Christ Vision Tribe members, I want to play this song. I'm going to dedicate it to Latrella, all of the frontline workers throughout this whole United States, as well as around the world, who continue to put themselves in harm's way. And this is actually a tribute from Donnie McClurklin, and it's entitled We Thank You. We had several people that's singing his song, Stand. And you can find this video. The video is very powerful. Just look for it on on Facebook, Donnie McClurklin. But I want to play this, and I want to dedicate it especially for Latrella. This goes out to every one of the essential workers that are working at risk, that are going out every day, putting themselves in jeopardy to make sure that we that are going through this are facilitated. To everyone who's keeping the aisles clean and clear, enabling people to come in and shop virus-free. Thank you, thank you, and this is for every one of you. What do you do when you've done all you can? Yeah. 
in your body or to your home, but that God would cover you and that you would have all the provision that you need. Everything that you need be added to you to help you in this task. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was Donnie McClurkland's tribute. We thank you, and it's actually a video. It's very powerful, and uh, it's on his Facebook page, Donnie McClurkland, as well as uh, Twitter, Pastor Donnie McClurkland. And, you know, he's out of New York City, and uh, so he did the tribute there with various singers, and I felt it was so appropriate for the subject matter that we're talking about today as we're honoring frontline workers, and we're it's particularly recognizing Hopi awardee Latrella Johnson, who is a direct care professional at a long-term residential care facility, facility for adults with developmental disabilities. And the center has several confirmed cases of coronavirus. So we've just heard an interview uh, from her, and, and she's not with us live because she is working. And that tells you, that shows you her dedication right there. Uh, if you missed that part of it, if you missed the, the interview with Latreller, the podcast will be available after this uh, live episode here, and you'll be able to hear it. And please hear it, go back, listen to it. Even if you heard it before, share it, because we want to get this out there that we are honoring our frontline workers during this April National Month of Hope, and that's something that we all could do because there, she was right, Latrella is right in our midst, in our, in our own uh, backyard, as it were, at Mothers in Crisis, at TPIC, and we didn't have to look far while we, we have been taken. You know, we are honoring those like Oprah and the different ones uh, because this was before the coronavirus hit, and Judge Caprio on last week just kind of helped us to bring it home and say, look, I, you know, these are the ones that are shining bright now and, and showing what they're made of. And I'm so glad that we were able to, to, to do that. And we are honoring Latrella Johnson. So now we're going to uh, continue on with the show. And as usual, I'm going to bring in uh, our Christ Vision Tribe uh, members. And I'm going to start with Millie Poulos, because I know last week uh, Millie didn't get uh, much time because we were nearing the end. So, Millie Poulos, are you there? I'm going to start with you today. <laughs> Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> so, how are you and how and what do you have to share about what you've been listening to as we've been going forth with the show today? Oh, it truly blessed me, Dr. Tompkins, giving honor to Latrella and all that she represents of those who are on the front lines. Mm-hmm. Um, it continually gave me hope. And when you played the uh, clip of the uh, Donna Clerkland of Stand, it reminded me of On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand, All Other Ground yes. is Sinking Sand. And it just gave me hope throughout all the things you were speaking with Latrella and and her mm-hmm. her faith in God. And yes, she's so right. We serve a big God, and He's bigger than this coronavirus. She didn't say it haughty. She said it with her heart and with her love that she has for mankind. Yeah, that truly blessed me. Yes, that was such such a blessing. You could hear the sincerity uh, of her heart and where she's coming from. And I know yes. that, that God is honoring her in that. And and all of those who are who are coming from that place and are just putting themselves, as they say, in in, in harm's way and trusting yes. that, that God is going to take care of them. So thank you for sharing and uh thank you and we're going to Yes, and we're going to continue on with this uh, this particular show today where we're honoring our frontline workers during April, the National Month of Hope. We've, we've heard some great, a uh, great interview with Latrella Johnson, who is our Hopi awardee for one of our Hopi awardees for this year. And, um, and so now we're getting a little feedback from the gallery, <laughs> from the peanut gallery. 
of the Christ Vision Tribe who is with me in queue. It just makes me feel good when I can look over here at the switchboard and see you guys there. And I know that we're all we're all in this together. So I'm going to bring my husband Kwame in because this is a special day for Kwame. Happy birthday, dear. Hi, dear. Um, thank you for um, happy birthday wishes and also for uh, making it a special day. Thank you for uh, loving me enough that you you um, celebrate this day more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you deserve it. You deserve that and more. And and especially just just your support alone and just how you're just right in this as I said, we're two peas in a pot. So, what were your some of your thoughts and impressions from what you heard today? Um, I I first of all, uh, congratulate um Latrella on on um on the award and also uh, the the compliment and the recognition of her servant's heart um, mm-hmm. that is that is an essential part of of going into situations because you're coming from a place she's coming from a place of serving and serving uh, the others um, just as I visualize at this instant Jesus bending down and washing the feet of of the disciples it's it's mm-hmm. that it's that um posture of of serving and um you know i also compliment you on 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 seeing that uh from from what uh judge discussed last week to be able mm-hmm. to quickly pick that up and recognize that yes this indeed is and she is indeed worthy of of receiving a Hopi. So, um, you know, compliments all around and also the fact that that um you know, her her background, her uh, uh mm-hmm. description of what she does, they're all empowering and and I believe that um it it is a wonderful representation of, of the Christ in, in her. And, mm-hmm. and and the fact that um she is indeed reflecting uh, receiving uh, in 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 attending the church, and she's receiving and applying uh, yes. what 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 she's receiving. So, you know, lots of of good points there. So, uh, yes, congratulations to her, and and also recognition uh, um, to you as well as her pastor, and 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 also um, the the opportunity that you took to select her for recognition and as as you remember um everybody was immediately supportive and, oh yeah and, and, and yes yes so yes yeah, it's that's, definitely that's some of, yeah definitely definitely a team effort definitely a team effort i i brought her her name before you guys and everybody was immediately like yes she would be perfect and and you said something that i did want to point out it's amazing how when she began to share about the environment that she is helping to create at work, and as she was talking, she was sharing about a hope sphere, and that's exactly what we're teaching with the practice of hopeology, how to make hope connections. She was talking about how they had hope chats, how they spoke the language of hope, and now how the whole atmosphere is one of hope, and it has to be. If you're going to continue yeah. to work in an environment like that that's already hard anyway, and now you have this this added thing of, of you know, COVID-19, uh, yeah. it, you have to have hope. So that did make me feel good. I felt really good that that not only that she's, re, that she's hearing it and receiving it, but that now she's applying it and it's making yeah. a difference. So An thank ambassador you. Of hope. Absolutely. A true, true ambassador of hope. So thank you thank so you much. Dear. And once again, happy birthday. Love you. Thank you, dear. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. That is something. I did want to point that out, that that's exactly what I'm teaching. And I'm teaching it all around the world now. I'm just getting started through uh, with my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope, teaching this practice of hopeology which is definitely needed now. 
So before we bring in any more of our Christ Vision Tribe members, if we get a chance to do that tonight, I wanted to share an original poem that's, that I would say is hot off the press because uh, some of you all may not know this, but April is also the National Month of Poetry or the National Poetry Month. And I always celebrate that as a poet, you know, I always celebrate that. And actually, my bishop, uh, Dr. Governor, inspired me to go ahead and write a poem uh, about what's happening now with this coronavirus pandemic. And so I thank God for his his kind of pushing, nudging me in that direction. And I thank God for him giving me this particular poem. So this is the first time I'll share it. There's actually a video uh, that you can go out and look at. It's found on Vimeo. And it's also on the site, the Blog Talk site. And then I'm going to be sharing it other places. But the title of the poem is, We Cannot Be Shaken. We cannot be shaken. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of the things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Hebrews 12:27 There's a quaking going on if I'm not mistaken everything around is being shaken coronavirus showed up on the scene now everyone is wondering should I go outside or stay in place if you do you better cover your face there's a quaking going on if I'm not mistaken everything around is being shaken Millions of people around the globe have lost their lives. Thousands more are infected inside. This invisible enemy is closing down whole communities, nations, cities, towns, and states. We are losing jobs at record rates. There's a quaking going on, if I'm not mistaken. Everything around is being shaken. Life as we know it has completely changed. I don't believe we will ever be the same. Is social distancing here to stay? Instead of getting closer, we are pushed away. Don't shake my hand. Don't get too snug. Wash your hands and let's just air hug. Quarantines are leading people to self-destruct. They are protests demanding the government to open up. There's a quaking going on, if I'm not mistaken. Everything around is being shaken. Video conferences using Skype and Zoom have replaced office buildings and are now the new rooms that we work from day after day. While many silently pray and ask the Lord, will we be okay? Yes, we will make it through this because together we stand. God is still on the throne and in command. We will trust the Lord and keep faith, hope, and love because the one that is truly in control is in heaven above. There's a quaking going on, if I'm not mistaken. Everything around is being shaken. Things that cannot be shaken are holding on. The kingdom of God is still growing strong. We cannot be shaken. Yes, we cannot be shaken. So that is my latest poem, and it's actually like a spinoff of a poem that that I wrote in uh, twenty oh eight during the time of the economic downturn, and it was so much going on. I wrote a poem: "I cannot be shaken." And so this time, as, as, I, as I wrote this, as God gave it to me, it was we cannot be shaken, and it's about the relevant things that are going on because of the coronavirus, and before it was about what was happening with the economic downturn. So I tell you, this show has, has really zoomed, is zoomed by, and we are nearing the end, and it has been a jam, jam-packed show. As a matter of fact, we're so excited about uh, next week. We are going to have another one of our Hopi awardees to come on, our local Hopi awardee, 
none other than Dr. Vera McIntyre, long-term friend. And, and I tell you, she has really been out there on the front lines practicing, helping others practice enduring empowerment. And uh, I had on my show years ago before it was called Think Hope Podcast. And so I'm looking forward to that. Please stay tuned and, and come back and be with us. That will be our last show for the month of April, the National Month of Hope. If you'd like to find out more information about this hope campaign, please go to www.makeahopeconnection.com. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Hope.